Welcome to another episode of the Best Kept Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, and as usual, I'm not alone. I'm joined by my brethren, Bilo Might Just and Prince Dways. What's going on, Jess? Yeah, tired, dog, but alive, I guess. Yeah, man, ish. I'm back from the Stone Age, bro. I was in the Stone Age for two days, bro. Yo, I know you're going through it. Nah, 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 nah. It's covered. All these things just do us wrong. But uh, I'm back. I'm back in 2023. So I'm happy. Good. Welcome back to work, dog. Welcome back. (laughs) Um, I was an absentee. (laughs) I was true. Yeah, guys. Let's let's get into it, man. Today we're talking about Nasty C. I guess probably one of the most anticipated albums of this year. Top three anticipated albums. And it's here now. And the album is called I Love It Here. Um, Yeah, a lot of talk about this, you know, leading up to the release and, you know, discussions about his previous album, uh, how it performed, what are the expectations, what are the disappointments... And now we're here with this one. Um, so I want to know from you guys, man, like, how are you feeling about the brand new album from the coolest kid in Africa, Nasty C? I love it here. What are your thoughts, Dwayze? What are you saying? Yeah, man, when it comes to Nasty C, like you say, I think... No, this was very, very highly anticipated. And for me personally, it was, it was, uh, I don't know if I could say that it was something that I expected from him. It was a sort of experimental album, but very open, honest, and vulnerable, you know? So I appreciate that there was a, um, there was like insight into Nasty's life and where he is right now. Um, I think, you know, from a production perspective, I think the production was quite good on this album. I think Nasty, um, when it comes to rapping, he was he was dope on this album. Not as bar heavy as I would like, you know, from Nasty. But um, I did enjoy it for the most part. Uh, it took me a couple of listens to get into, honestly. Um, the first time I heard it, I don't know, it just didn't really land, but... As I played it more, I think the content and the subject matter were what really stood out for me. So from that perspective, I I did enjoy it. I think he did really well. There's a couple things I feel like, you know, could have been done better. There's, you know, maybe song selection could have been better as well. But um, overall, just from a um, lyrical perspective, I just think he did quite well to get his message across. So, yeah. Yeah. It was it was cool. I yeah, I share the same sentiments with you because the first listen I was like, ish, I don't know, like am I missing something? Yeah. Um there was only three songs that like I connected with from the first listen. Yeah. Um and this album is nineteen tracks, bro. So I was worried, hey, I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> No ways, dude. That can't be real. That's like, you know, <laughs> less than 30%. Bro. So, yeah, but like you said, you know, after a couple more listens, things started to make more sense. Yeah. I was starting to get a sense of what's going on um, and the message and everything. And so, yeah, for the most part, I thought this was a good album. Very long. Yeah. Um, there are some fillers in this album. There are songs that I just. I think the album could have done without. Definitely. Um, And I think that just the overall thing would have been a lot better for me personally, you know, if the album was a bit more concise and and just packaged well, you know? Definitely. Um, But yeah, it's vibes, I guess, you know? Uh, But he did say 12 songs was what he was aiming for, so I'm not really sure what happened there, (laughs) you know? Yeah, because it was definitely supposed to be a, a concise project, but I guess sometimes people have a hard time of letting certain songs go. They want to include everything, you know. So yeah, I think that's what it came down to. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
we'll see how it goes. Bilo, what are your thoughts on this album? General thoughts? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, I think, obviously, I don't know, from a production standpoint, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think with this project, you can kind of see um, a level of growth in terms of Nasty's career so far. I feel like you can, I don't know, this album is a clear vision of where sites are set at the moment. Um, and obviously the music itself, it is good as well. Um, but I feel like I've always had, I guess, maybe this gen, not necessarily a concern, but just um, a thought from my end where it's just like it doesn't connect with me anymore. Um, and obviously that's not that has nothing to do with the artist at the end of the day. I feel like that is what happens when we're talking about music or listening to music. Some things... As much as you may have loved them at a certain point, they're no longer there. Um, but yeah, man, I think this was. There were some bangers though on this album. There were some songs that I really, really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, man, like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think the overall. Yeah, let's get into it, man. It's just he's matured in his songwriting. I think like yeah, the subject yeah. matter. That's one element I could say was really tops. But the rest. Some of it was shaky, I won't lie. Some of it was shaky. Songwriting. Um, the first song, She's Gone, The End. I thought this was a good opening. Um, very raw and honest verses, you know, very vulnerable. And so I was like, damn, okay. Um, I guess we're getting a, you know, a mature nasty C on this one, on this album. Yeah. Um, so this intro really got me, you know, intrigued. I'm like, okay, cool. I think then, you know, let's do it. I'm ready for, you know, the other stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on She's Gone, The End? What are you saying, Grace? Um, yeah, man, when it comes down to She's Gone, I really enjoyed this opening. I think it was... A nice way to set the tone and to get where he was going to take us. Um, I think it was a, you know, Nasty always has been a big, big adv advocate for his mom, you know, and just how her passing has affected his life. So I kind of like um, where he came from with this, um, from the aspect like even the way he broke it down like because i feel like the first part of this track is like you know slow vibes it's like more deep more sentimental and then the second part is like the drums are hitting um but he still makes the lyrics sort of fit to each you know part of the track nicely mm. right um so yeah i just like how it sort of gives context to what happened and where he was at that time when he got the news um, so yeah, man, I, I just think this was quite a strong, tr uh, strong track. Um, yeah, lyrically, of course, he, he definitely did the things on here. I think this was one of the stronger tracks just because of, I guess, the subject matter and because of how real it was, you know? So yeah, it was dope. I think just looking at the, looking at the other songs, um, it was this one. Yeah, she's gone pops and dear oliver yeah um which i'm guessing they were like the ones that were like really about his family you know definitely um and yeah it's just i've enjoyed seeing how he describes his relationship with his father over the years thinking back to days of like price city you know, where he's talking about how, you know, his dad didn't really like the fact that he was pursuing this rap thing and he wasn't, yes. you know, focusing on school and how he, you know, he resented his dad for that. And they just never really had a a good relationship yeah. um, because of that and, and other things. Um, mm. And then, you know, he speaks about his dad again and bad hair and, and, and um, strings and blings a little bit more. And of course, in Zulu Man. And I feel like every time that he's, you know, spoken about his dad, 
you could sense that the relationship was getting better and better, you know, that they were mending things. And then now on this album, you know, an album that is so personal to him, yeah, we get, you know, such a beautiful tribute to his dad. Um, very heartfelt. Uh, yeah. Uh, how, how do you feel, yeah. you know, about, about those songs? Yeah, no, um, when it comes to songs like those, like I said, those are always kind of my favorites because I think we get like a deeper look into where the artist's mind is at, his experiences, what sort of drove him to get to this point, what were the hurdles, you know what I'm saying? It's like sort of more of an inspirational or uh, analytical insight into, you know, their thought process. So I, I really do like these type of songs. And like you said, um, you can kind of hear that relationship um, mending over time with his dad through the music like you know like you said for instance going back to Price City you kind of heard there was like a bit of resentment back in the days you know what I mean it's kind of just like he just felt like his pops didn't really kind of believe in the dream and kind of see the vision um, but you can see over time um, it's mended and it's and it's become stronger and I feel like Nas is sort of forgiven him in a sense, or they've forgiven each other in a sense, you know, because I, I do remember Nasty saying that they did have a bit of a strained relationship earlier on, earlier on in his career, right? So, you know, I, I, I do really appreciate the fact that Nasty has kept us on that journey and just um, kept us updated and give us, give, gave us like a play-by-play -play of how things have panned out and how things have turned out and how... You know, they've sort of settled their differences. Um, and yeah, with just regards to like him speaking on his mom and things like that, like I just said earlier, it's just, it's always nice to hear like he's always still acknowledging her. He's always mm -hmm. begging her up. Um, and just from the side of how that's affected him and his growth. And it gives mm -hmm. him, it, it always feels like in Nasty's career, his mom has been like a driving factor as to why he wanted to be successful right it just feels like he's always wanted to i don't know it just feels like that losing his mom at an early age gave him some sort of drive or some sort of vision you know just to to or, or search for healing through his art and things like that so i feel like i like that he keeps that very close to him and he he's always going to express that um and he finds new ways and new uh, uh just sides or angles of the story to give us so i think nasty is really good with that i think that's one of his strongest points as well just being able to break down uh things that are that affect him i think that's why we've always liked nasty because from the beginning he was like that he was very personal he was very you know um driven by what's going on in his life so i think from that perspective i really did enjoy these songs more than more than most of everything else on the project right and also like to his son right um i think he also yeah i think that was also a very strong track i think you know it's 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 crazy to see nasty's growth just as a person and as a man and where he is in life right now uh speaking to the fact of him having a son mm. and it's crazy to see because it just feels like yesterday nasty was just the the 17 18 year old kid bro just with behind the ears like new to the game like he was the kid now it's like he's we've watched the evolution of him growing into a man and the way it, it, it's like it's also another parallel with like his relationship with his dad and then now coming to his relationship with his son right yeah it's like um it's like uh what do they call it i don't know it's just like things coming full circle and now he's about to have a relationship with his son and it's like to see how his thought process is towards how their relationship is going to be and how he feels about his son. You know, it's always, it's crazy to see that thing come all the way around and, and now see him being the father and playing that role. So that's going to be interesting to even see, you know, throughout the coming years. So yeah, from, from, from my perspective, like I think those songs were the strongest on this project. 100%. And I like what you said um, about just, you know, him always um, finding a way to honor his mom and carry, you know, his mom throughout his music and his career so far. You know, um, 
I think every Nasty C fan is aware of the name Ivy. Like, we all know that name now. Um, to the point where, you know, him changing his name to Iverson now, like, it's that's a thing now. Definitely. You get me? Um, and I love that, bro. Like, I wish you can, like, officially change it to that. Definitely. It makes sense um, to me. Like, you know, Nasty C yeah, is like... as he gets older. <laughs> it's like the kitty name, the kitty pop <laughs> name. Iverson is like, yeah, bro, this is yeah. what it is. And it, he is Ivy's son, so... Why not, man? Exactly. Why not? <laughs> uh, Vilo, what are your thoughts on um, the dedication songs? Uh, the She's Gone, Pops, and Dear Oliver. Yeah, man. Honestly, I think, you know, this is also a, a, a testament to Nasty's growth um, and his ability over the years. I think, obviously, as Dwayze has mentioned, like, his mother, a lot of people have been mentioned before and he has spoken about them. Um, but like it's, you see like the conversation kind of shifts. I think just even the way that he's delivered these dedications, they, like you can feel the maturity. You can, you know, feel like it just feels different. Um, obviously, even dedication to his son as well. It just feels different. Um, and I think obviously with regards to, to Nasty and just how far he's come, um, it's honestly, I feel like for the last few years, we've kind of, let's put it this way, he's kind of been in the shadows in the sense of like moving low key and obviously doing his big move. So to have this album drop and he still has that connection in terms of, you know, being able to share um, and bring dedications like this where fans and people alike can actually, you know, know a lot more about him and the people that are in his life. I think that's really, really dope. And yeah, I really enjoyed these. And yeah, like the pen has elevated. So even in this, they're very, they're, they're high sparks of creativity. And it's also just a really, really enjoyable listen at the end of the day. Mm. Speaking of family, what are your thoughts on broken marriages? Yeah, I would lie, I really enjoyed broken marriages. Eh? I can't, um, I think those vocals in the back, like it was actually such a creative way um, of kind of attacking the subject matter. Um, I think I always find it very interesting when we delve into subject matter like this and looking at the approach. But it's like, you know, here the words were deep, the words were hitting, but it was also like a very, not necessarily lighthearted, but it didn't have you kind of sinking in. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when someone just hits you with just depressive shit and then you like, <laughs> you go deep in it and you're like, how the fuck am I getting out? Like, he still kept us entertained and he still kept us you know awake despite you know touching on such touchy sub um touchy subjects so it was doing the vocals on that honestly for Yo, those background those vocals. Jeez. those background vocals they were fucking like they were fire bro yeah. honestly if it was like shout out like that shit was fire i think that that was like the hook line and sync of the song for me mm. um but yeah even nasty's delivery and his verses here were honestly solid i enjoyed them yeah yeah no for sure um with broken marriages yeah like you guys are saying uh that just the background vocals and everything just on point top tier uh i think lyrically nasty just paints such a clear picture of the subject matter on this track like as you guys saying you can see here the pen has really matured and grown and he's elevated just from a mental perspective um i just mm. like the fact that he's kind of in his grown man bag on this project for the most part and this song is like a reflection of that you know um i just love how he gets into you know the marriage between his mom and his dad and how that sort of affected him and how he viewed that you know um it's always nice to get a look at where you know certain things have affected an artist to become the way they are and certain things that develop certain traits in them you know that they can see okay i see why i'm like this okay i see why i treat people like this is because i've seen this through my parents marriage or whatever the case may be so yeah i think this was very very strong um verse two was definitely my favorite i i just think that nasty has like we said he's just been able to transition you know his writing uh, from more like childish fun perspective i mean there's still those tracks on here that he's just you know having fun with it but for the most part you can see that just from a mental uh a standpoint he's really elevated and he's really understanding life and what it is to be where he is right now and the role he plays 
you know, as the leader of his household and whatnot. And I think this song is just a good reflection of, you know, the things that make him him as well. So mm. I did, I did, I did really like this. Yeah. Um, speaking of like well written songs, I want to talk about Kill the Noise featuring Annika and Maglera. I yeah like when, I don't know like when I when when I saw this feature I I was like Annika and Maglera and Nasty C like how does that play out you know um for me personally this might be my favorite song on the album um the concept the production the rap verses from Nasty and Maglera the vocal performance from Annika but just the concept of this, I thought this was like so brilliant. It was so clever. Um, kill the noise. Crazy. Like, kill the noise. What's that about? Because whenever we talk about the phrase kill the noise, right? It's like the distractions or sometimes literally the noise around you. So I was really interested to see what they were going to do with this phrase kill the noise. And geez, yeah. bro. I didn't think it was going to get that like dark and that deep and you know but it's still very well done and to Bilo's point earlier of how what Nasty C does really well is that when he, when he tackles uh, serious subject matters he doesn't let you sink too deep into it you know um, he still finds a way to keep you afloat you know um, and I felt like Kill the Noise was that track for me this is a brilliant song in my opinion um, what are your what are you saying, Dre's about uh, kill the noise? Yeah, kill the noise was very interesting to me. Um, yeah, man, like you said, just that combination, bro, of McClara, Annika, Nasty. I just didn't see that panning out, but it definitely worked. It definitely worked. I love that this was like a very stripped back, like stripped back personal record. It wasn't like something that was like too hype. Um, Annika floated on here like ex excellent vocal performance. Um, the contrast between Annika and Maglera is crazy. Like you <laughs> just have this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> high soft voice, and then you got the the the, the depth of Maglera. But even Maglera singing on here make you a bit lighter. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I think that he adjusted well, like he always does. He's able to see where the, the vibe is of the track and find that middle ground to stand on. He's very good at doing that. He's never overpowering a track. He's never doing too much. He's never, you know, he just knows his place and how to attack and approach a verse. So that's always a, a dope thing about Maglera. Um, but yeah, man, he, he just always manages to kill a verse like i don't think mcclara has missed in a verse for years bro <laughs> that <Dude>. kind of thing. <laughs> this, this guy's been uh, uh going crazy but uh i do like what uh annika also said oh i forgot some of my to, to uh to put some of my codes down but you know whatever <laughs> when she says quiet drowning out the echoes look into my eyes and find the window to my soul and someday you'll know what what's happening inside is it is it a disguise keep skin deep lies will i be all right when a part of me died like yo i just think she's she's mm. cooking there bro <laughs> she's really cooking there um but yeah like from a lyrical perspective as well i think mclara and nasty just did very well um like you were saying they don't go too deep but at the same time they give you a sort of like a slight look into where they're coming from but not making it like too heavy or whatever the case may be but um yeah for me personally this was definitely one of my favorite songs i just love how creative they were about it and how they didn't like sort of um just stick to the norm and stick to something that would have been very very like let's say commercial or mm. very very easy to digest they sort of tested the boundaries a bit and try something a bit different so I, I really like this song and i appreciate that they they went for that route instead of trying to make something like too surface level or because they're kind of big names i guess you mm -hmm. know on the track so they might have gone for like a, a trying to make a hit but they went for something that's rather going to make you sit and think and you know break it down so i, I like that bro definitely um just seeing Maglera 
and Nessie on a song, you know, it's just, it's great, man. You know, it's really great. Definitely. Um, and, you know, the other, the other feature that caught me by surprise was a 25K feature on, yes. on Hard Choice. I enjoyed this. Um, I just think it's great to see 25K being included on such a big album. Like he deserves Definitely. it. He's put in the work, you know. Um, and yeah, hard choice. I like the message and the chorus on this one. Um, yeah. Well, what are you saying about this this collab, 25K and Nasty? Yeah, man. Uh, 25K and Nasty. Definitely, really, really dope to see Nasty sort of reaching out to the up and comers and the guys who are, you know, sort of new on the block and running things um i think you know just for the most part a lot of the features on this project are, are a lot of guys who are still finding their feet in the game and it's nice to see nasty like helping them up and giving them such a big platform um first and foremost but um yeah man when it comes to just the song itself in general like i actually this was one of the strongest songs for me just like you said you pointed out uh, the hook like I think the hook was really dope. I like the way um, they sort of layered the vocals, you know, on the hook. Um, I don't know. It was just a. It's just a. When people mm. do that uh, on the hook, I think Kodak Black does it a lot. I think even in Tyler's song, um, the hook is like layered vocals together. Like you know, there's something about that that just brings a certain feel to the song. So I, I do like that. I love the vibe on here um the hook itself is just like it, it hits to the point it hits home one of my favorite songs on here like um yeah man i didn't expect to see to see really nasty on a song with 25k honestly but um yeah it, it was dope and then i think there was a a part that i liked from nasty when he says uh the slander ain't nothing new it's ironic i got him pissed off because i'm number one shitting on number two humble as fuck i don't play with my blessings or life because i know it can humble you people like to say i think that i'm better just because i'm not gullible like you know he's just spitting like uh, i feel some shots i don't know where they're directed <laughs> to but okay <laughs> i feel some shots in there but yeah i just like the overall sentiment of this song like you know it's kind of like a a hustler's anthem the song yeah. of you know the journey to the top being lowly being like damn you know this is like he says it's it's such a long and hard road to the top so you know you kind of just get that uh, a feeling because i think a song like this is important because mm -hmm. as well i think nasty references a lot on this project how he feels like people don't really respect the work he's done right people think this was just given to him and he sort of doubled down, doubles down on this album saying, nah, bro, I worked to get you. I worked hard. Like, you know, let me prosper in peace. Let me enjoy my success. Like, stop comparing me to people. Stop saying this and that. Like, I've done good things for myself, my family. I've put myself in crazy positions. Like, just as an artist, I've broken records. I've put in the work, done the tours, done the shows, you mm. know, the, the, the hits, records, whatever the case may be, he's done it all. So I feel like he's, he's sort of like just saying, hey, you know, give me my flowers, man, <laughs> you know, throughout. So this is one of those tracks where I just feel like he's just trying to say, hey, man, this has been a long road uh, to get to this point wasn't easy, but I'm here now, you know, I'm here now. And even, even in 25K's verse, like he references just, you know, sort of being on a track with Nasty yeah. and getting this far oh, in his so life exactly like he, he's also sort of acknowledging his journey and like yo it was not easy to get here but now i'm here and you know also just addressing the haters and saying hey bro you know at the end of the day it's hate but i did best for myself so i enjoy tracks like these one of my favorite songs on the project for sure speaking of um surprise collabs and songs I didn't expect Ami Faku on a Nasty album. Well, yeah. Let, let me not say that. I think I didn't expect Nasty doing a song of this style. Let me put it that Because yeah. Ami, Ami can, you know, slide on anything. Like, she's good at that. Definitely. She can do anything. She's freaking amazing. Um, but this was an interesting 
style choice from Nasty as far as, you know, the sound goes. And I want to know from you, what are your thoughts on this one, this time? Um, This time was the track, ne? This time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, this time, like you say, bro, it was just something. I, it was left. It was just from left field to me. Like, I did not expect Nasty to hop on something like this. Like just the production in itself is like unfamiliar territory to nasty. You don't you don't really hear that. I mean, even when he had him, we had him on lemons to lemonade. That was unexpected, you know. That was just a different nasty, and he killed it, bro. You yeah. know. So I think he realized, you know, let me let me step out of the box a little. Let me try go more towards you know your dance vibes, that type of a uh, uh, feel. Mm. Um, yeah, man. I just like that. You know, Nasty's also able to make like songs like this connect to like the more West African or Upper African regions. You know, because even a, a song like Particular, I feel like he gained such a huge fan base outside of South Africa. You know, mm-hmm. uh, West Africa, East Africa, like just places that are like just the whole of Africa. I feel like these are songs that that can touch the whole the whole region. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's good that he's experimenting more because i feel like when he features on those type of songs he always gets so much love so yeah i, I really like this and of course like you said uh, uh ami on here is just she's perfect like she she she's really like a chameleon she can really do it all she can do at the end of everything. the day <laughs> it's she crazy. can do it all i mean you hear on like almost every genre bro these days like <laughs> she's she's she just does well bro so yeah man i just i just like the fact that um Nasty's able to to scope that as well and see like yeah you know what uh Ami on here would do well and do a collab with someone like her because like we said we we didn't expect that at all that was something mm. that we, we could have never guessed would happen so for me at the end of the day I just think that you know this just speaks to Nasty's vision uh it speaks to mentally the growth it speaks to you know how he's able to now sort of look at his music stand back and get a get the bigger picture and see okay this will work uh let me try this this is something new okay i see this person do the doing their thing let me bring them into new territory because i think as well uh, with a lot of other features nasty was able to you know uh not not fall into you know how sometimes people make a song for the feature instead Mm -hmm. of bringing them to to his world and doing what he's doing so i think he's able to find a good uh balance with that um and then just the quote from nasty that i liked on here where he says i'm a long way from when we last spoke uh through the ups and downs i never lost hope had my cross tight when i was at a crossroad look at me now suit and time in boss mode every weapon formed against me i dodged those took some else to the chin till my jaw broke still made it uh this far though like mm. man just great songwriting um yeah. and always when nasty comes from that perspective he's always so good with it you know he's always really able to put across high feels and, and and just you know what's on his mind especially in songs like this so yeah man even though this is something that's new to him he still makes it uh, makes it home for for the most part it doesn't feel like it's out of bounds for nasty but it's just something that he doesn't really you know do too much so i i'd actually appreciate more of these type of songs from nasty honestly exactly you know? so same same yeah. dope. um let's talk about prosper and peace featuring yes. benny benny the butcher very strange feature bro i did a <laughs> random like <that> feature <laughs> um and so with this song there's a couple of things one the thing that stands out for me is that it made me realize how much nasty singing has improved. Um, yes. That's yes. the first thing. I think he's a lot better with his melodic chops now, you know, like compared to his previous projects, he's getting better and better at that part, you know, um, of his craft. Um, but yeah, in terms of the song and the feature, I was intrigued because I didn't listen to this song. He dropped the song, I think like a week before the album or a few days leading up to the release i was like yeah, yeah. i'm done like I, the last single i heard from nasty c was was crazy that's when i was like i 
me i'm done boy like i because oh, you, oh crazy 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 yeah oh. i was like nah i thought you were saying it was crazy like oh bad it was crazy <laughs> nah that song crazy 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 That's i was, I was trying like, to think wait what was the nah. what was the last single <laughs> i was like yeah that's not for me dog so i'm just gonna wait for the album and so this yeah. song dropped before the album and i didn't listen to it but i was thinking like damn i wonder what the song is gonna be like because benny is like you know that's griselda bro like that's hey, like bruh. real street like this is trenches you know, rap bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like crazy stuff and nasty's not really that kind of rapper but i think yeah. it's it's still nasty's world you know and benny's there in that world because even mm. for benny like he's you know i think you know he he showed some some control he didn't go yeah. too street you know with it yeah um, definitely <laughs> you know because man's always talk about like selling drugs or something back <laughs> in the day <laughs> there's there no drug bars on here yeah so this was this was cool man this i enjoyed this song um what are your thoughts on this one yeah, no, for me, this song was, was quite refreshing. Like, it was probably my favorite out of the singles that Nasty dropped. Um, yeah, like we said, just a, a very strange choice on the feature. But in a way, it works. You know, in a way, it works. I think it didn't really take away from the song. Um, although, I do feel like, you know, it was hard for Benny to really find his footing in the song. Because it was... It was more light-hearted for him right so mm. we didn't really get like you said we really get like the streets on this one or anything like that and i i, I don't feel like he's he's fully comfortable on the song but i think he makes it work you know i think he makes it work for the most part so i do appreciate that fact that he was at least able to to like you said just keep in control and, and not do too much not do too little so that was good um just on the point you said of nasty just um like he's singing improving like i really think that's 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 a very true statement because i just think on here like even the way he's singing it just sounds very unique it sounds good it doesn't sound forced it, it you know it just suits the vibe and the energy that he's going for nicely um the production on here also probably was one of my favorite beats um i think just the hook as well was was a really good hook very well delivered um i love his cadence just when it came to the singing and all of that um and just to quote there was a part that i did like which benny had said mm. when he said uh uh what was he saying i make my haters need therapy sessions stood in the mirror confessing they see the jewels but they don't be hearing my message uh, I just like that uh, uh, little knowledge drop there or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, man, I I, I just think even Nasty, when he's saying, um, and that little nigga roll by and they're breaking their neck like Buster Rhymes, <laughs> money coming in, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Blessings keep falling like much obliged. I'm so fresh to death. Yeah, I must have died. Stabbed in the back. Then I cut the ties, locked the door, shut the blinds like... You know, living this mm. life by God's design. Like, Nasty was just floating on this track lyrically. You know, he, I feel like he was also in that same level where he wasn't, like, rap rapping. Mm -hmm. But he was able to just, you know, find a place with the writing that works and that, that, that still carries the song and elevates the song. So, I think it was, for me, one of the better efforts at a single, you know, on this project. And I think it was the strongest one for sure. Um, and yeah, man just a great track at the end of the day definitely yeah i agree um couple more features manana manana was on two songs back to back on here um Eish. see me what now. happened to teleman there's two manana no teleman come on guys i know there was teleman. a teleman no yeah no, there was a Taliban. Yeah, on 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 what's that song, bro? Sunset Walk, I think. Oh yeah, there's yeah, always gonna yeah, be yeah, Taliban, yeah, yeah. dog. Hey, that's what I was saying, dog. You can't put banana twice and not add Taliban. <laughs> there's always gonna be a Taliban on an, on a nasty album. Trust and believe, dog. Yeah, there yeah. <laughs> um, it's the R&B nasty. But yeah, like those two manana songs uh i think these songs came from the writing camp there was a writing camp that happened 
uh, for mm-hmm. Nasty's album with a bunch of like you know artists, uh, Manana, of course Taylor Man, Nanette, and a bunch of other people. Um, yeah, and I'm guessing these are the two songs that came from that. I yeah, see me now. I think is my favorite out of the two. Um, I mean, Manana's amazing as always. Um, but yeah, how are you feeling about this one? See me now because we had heard Nasty Teleman and Manana on that other single they dropped, right? Yes, um, a yes, couple months better ago. Better than this, yeah. That was so fire, mm, dude. Mm, mm, mm. That song is heat. Bro. <laughs> yeah. That song is heat, bro. It has definitely grown on me. That song time, is bro. so good. Jeez. Um, Fuck. but yeah, how are you feeling about these two um Manana features on here? Yeah, so with regards to See Me Now, I think See Me Now was probably my favorite out of the two. Mm. Um, I just think that they, they worked really well on that. It gave me, I, I, I definitely think it came from that writing camp, camp you speak of because it definitely sort of still carried that same vibe for me, you know, that uh, 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 the other song they did better than this uh, carried. So I, I did like this bag and this pocket that they found. I think it was really dope. Um, really dope production. Uh, I wonder if Taylor handled this production because hey, this man has been on a production spree right now. He's mm. been killing it. Um, definitely a vibe. Nasty Manana sound good together. Like you know, that's a really, a really dope pairing. Manana sounds excellent as always. Um, and it's just nice that I think Nasty has given him like a look, you know, like that. Because you know, I guess Manana's still sort of on the up and up, but just helping him get established and and mm. find his footing on this on a platform like this is really dope because this already makes the collab collaboration count go to three right yeah they've already done three songs in quite a short space of time um i mean and this on here it's back to back what they've done you know um so yeah man i, I really enjoyed that one i like manana's verse on there as well um when it comes to temptation for me personally the just this song just wasn't as strong as the as the as the first effort they tried mm. you know track 14 i guess on see me now temptation was like uh it was like for me like the throwaway between the two mm. although i did really like you know manana's writing style on here um it's just when you put a collab back to back you're always going to compare the two right so yep. i always feel like it's better just to keep one or separate the collabs like put one at the beginning at the pro- of the project and one near the end or something like that but straight back to back you're just going to automatically compare mm. um so yeah for me this was a bit more of a miss but maybe that's just because of the fact that it came after what i feel like was the better effort between the two of them mm. um even like just Manana, I feel like sounded better on the last track, but I do still think it was a good song. Um, I still think they 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 did well together, and yeah, man. But I do I do appreciate um, "See Me Now" more than "Temptation." I will not lie. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on what's that song? Um, let's talk about those singles. Um, yeah. No more crazy 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 uh, <laughs> i don't know man like <laughs> bro like i just you know after i heard no more and crazy i was like no ways dude <laughs> like if this is the no direction ways. of the album i was like then i bro like I'm not gonna defend this man on you know like, cause people were talking you know leading up to that, people were like yeah nah, the nasty album is gonna be trash he's falling off yeah. blah 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 blah, I'm like how oh, guys like nasty C yeah that, uh, me too yeah, right? sure. I was fighting I was like nah nah guys this is nasty C come on we gotta put some respect I was like are you guys sure like nasty C Ivy son that Ivy son hey but bro. then these singles just didn't make hey, it easy bro, bro. like yo, I was like yo 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 hey, I tried I to like, fight nah. until those singles came I said ah, I don't know anymore bro I, I don't know bro hey and I just feel like these two songs should have been left out of the the final track list on the album yeah 
definitely. We didn't need them. I, I they don't personally they don't add anything to this album. Um, they should have just been left as you know singles, promo singles, whatever. But yeah, definitely. We ha- we already have nineteen tracks on this album, bro. Like, mm-hmm. take these two out already. You cut them down. You know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, dude, I don't know how are you feeling about these two singles. Yeah, man. As you know, we've had talks behind the scenes just about you know where Nasty's going before this project dropped, and I was very vocal of just being that person to say, "Nah, nah, guys, don't worry about the singles. Don't worry about the singles." But with each single that came out, hey, it was a bit hard to defend, bro. <laughs> I started losing hope, bro. I won't lie, dude. I, I was like, nah, 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 dude. Yeah. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like you say, with no more, like, hey, man. I, like I thought it was creative, like what he tried to do. Like I see where he was going with it, trying to just make something a little different, but it just really didn't land the way. I think he intended it too, right? I just don't think that was he's putting him putting his best foot forward. Um, it just sounds that's where that's where I got that sort of sentiment where I was saying that this feels like a like a Disney album. <laughs> like I think it started from there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it just felt like hey, this man just making up words now. It's just you know, um, but I think you know at the end of the day, like his pen always sort of salvages. You know something with these sort of tracks, yeah, like, the verses yeah, were fine, you know, like the verses, but just, but like just the, the hook, hook and the overall nah. just feel of the song just didn't really stick with nah. me. Like you know what I'm saying. And then when we got to crazy, it just seems so left field. Bro. <laughs> 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 it was just like what? <laughs> it's like I don't know if it's R and B. I don't know. I don't know what's happening in that song, really. You know. Um, and it just sounds it just sounds very basic i don't know it just doesn't sound like what nasty would do like it sounds like a, 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 a just a, a, a unmotivated attempt at a at a r&b record right for nasty it just felt like you know it's just like let's just try and you know get the r&b fans on this one but uh, i don't know man it didn't it didn't really land like the only single i, I feel like sort of did his thing was prosper and peace although i was still thrown off by like the benny the butcher feature and as well for a single it was it was just a strange choice for a single as well like not to say the rest weren't but yeah i don't know none of the singles felt like singles let's put it like that bro <laughs> you know all of them just felt yeah. like just random tracks like that the, those feel like the you know the those packs that drake used to drop before he he the drops the project like used, yeah it felt like that that that's what literally what the singles felt just like that three track you know let me just give you a, a little ep type vibe before i head into the project like i would have appreciated if it was that i would have been like okay cool maybe he's just finding a way to let some songs go and then he's gonna give us the the, the body of work it felt like that type of move, but then he just not said, gonna lie, bro. I didn't like the song when it was released as a single, and I Prosper. still don't like it now. Um, Wait, which one now? Crazy, 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 crazy. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Not yeah. saying it's a bad song. You get me, but because yeah. I'm sure there's there's a market for it somewhere. Because clearly he that's why he made it because there's <laughs> a market somewhere. Yeah. But just for me personally, and the kind of music I've come to enjoy from Nasty, this is like at the bottom, bro. Like, yeah. this is one of the, per- bro, this is one of the worst things <laughs> I've heard from Nasty <laughs> in a long God. time. Yeah. I love Nasty C, bro. Like, I'm, yo, dude, yo, bro, since like the beginning. We was there. Yeah, this dog. song just has no direction, bro. <laughs> so I, sh- I don't know. But so in, in terms of like the features, I mean, not the features, the the the, the song that I feel like could have been left out. This is definitely one of them. Um, and yeah, bro, I just there's not much more I could say really. Um, yeah, but it, yeah. Um, there's one song I want to touch on, the R.I.P. interlude. I guess it's an interlude. You could call it that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, R.I.P. interlude. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, that was a song where he's just saying, uh, 
yo, if if Ken was still here, you'd be starstruck or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I do like um, I do like this one. It felt like sort of just you know the tribute to the the fallen artists, fallen South African artists, legends, if you will. Um. I would have liked it a bit more if he gave like a bit more context to like his relationships with each of these people mm. or if he had any relationship, you know, because right now he was kind of just shouting them out in a sense, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, I, I would have liked that sort of perspective more if he had just dealt or delved into sort of his relationships or how these artists had inspired him or, you know, just how the game has changed because of them or now because that they're gone, like. I'd have liked that a bit more, but I do like the fact that he acknowledges them. Um, he sort of tips his hat to them and says, "You know what? These are these were the guys, and and you know, God rest their soul and all that." Um, I did, I did think that it was just a, a like this whole project. I feel like Nasty was begging up a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. People have gone before him. He, uh, his relationships, his girl, you know. Uh, just people who are coming up like i feel with, with this album nasty was good at just you know making sure he acknowledges everybody that i feel like needed recognition in his life and for his career and all, all those types of things like this track i feel was not necessarily a strong track right but mm. I, I think it was necessary i think it was necessary it's just nice to hear him acknowledge uh, um, the fallen heroes. So I, I did appreciate the song. However, I do felt like he could have gone a bit deeper with it, for yeah. sure. Last song I want to touch on, really, release me, because uh, it seems like a lot of people are gravitating towards the song online. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What are we saying about release me? Yeah, release me, man. This is nasty. Just in his hip hop bag. Yeah. This is where I feel like Nasty just is comfortable, right? Like he's always been able to just kill songs like this. Um and I think that's why it sort of has uh stuck out to the listeners and and why his fan base have really uh sort of gravitated towards Release Me. Um yeah, like I said, it's just Nasty in his element. It's him in his zone. It's him it's him able to give us what we're used to from him. Um, giving us the bars, giving us, you know, just the lyrics. I think he, I really enjoyed um like the he like his second verse on here was crazy. It he really ate like I just need to find the lyrics, but I'll let you I'll let you talk while I find that. But yeah, I think on this song it's just prime nasty, premium nasty quality, bro. He always kills this. Definitely. Release me um lyrically amazing. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's really it's nasty C doing nasty C, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. He's comfortable. He's in a pocket, and he he's just confident, you know. Um, yeah. The production is perfect for me. Like the production on this was amazing, you know. Like oh yeah, yeah. I need to check out these producers. He was producing these uh, these songs, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the production they were killing it. I won't lie, yo, bro. They got busy. Yo, 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 um, yo. So yeah, release me for me. Definitely, I just want to shout out the production, especially. You know. Um, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, there's not much more I can add to that one. Still. Um, yeah, like, I just want to quote that second verse, bro. Like, yo, I just feel like it was crazy. Where he says, allow me to reintroduce myself. If you allow me to be me and not reduce myself, I'm religious, I'm a geek, I'm a sucker for love. You'll never guess from how I act up when I'm up in the club. I got knives in my back, I got grudge in my blood, anger issues, punched the wall until my knuckles are numb. Got famous young, wasn't ready for y'all to meet me. So don't hold me to nothing I said before. Please release me. Mm. Like, yo, just mm. the pen was cooking here. The pen was cooking, man. The pen was cooking. Like, I just feel like this is the bars I was looking for. Like, even there were some other bars on this track as well that he, he just he just he just managed to squeeze in there and, and he killed it. So I think, yeah, man, songs like this, Nasty can't really do no wrong for me, bro. <laughs> you know, he yeah. he's able to kill it. Um it's just in his bag, so this was dope. Yeah. Um I love it here. 
is i think it's a good album i just wish it could have been shorter more concise um i i i appreciate the growth that we get to see um in his artistry like i was saying earlier his singing has improved quite a bit um since the last album i like that yeah. you know he is showing his maturity with the pen as well the way that he's approaching the different subject matters um topics that he's spoken about previously um but now in a much more i guess you know mature lens um yeah. so overall i like where nasty c is and if anything i am excited to see what this next chapter is because to me it does kind of feel like an end of an era with this one it feels like you know whatever's coming next it's like a new chapter you know um the perspective has shifted yeah and so yeah man for me it was it was worth the wait yeah man i definitely agree with you i think for the most part the thing that sticks out the most is just the fact that we hear so much growth in him as a person as a human as an artist um i just love the fact that he was able to portray that on this project um i think that was just one of the strongest parts for sure i like the fact that he feels it feels like he's experimenting a bit more with other sounds uh starting to look at other genres like you said it feels like the end of a chapter and now this next level of nasty is going to be something where he's a lot more free as an artist to you know delve into other sounds to to try other things i think even vocally on this project like he was he was very present like his presence was felt a lot i think he he executed vocally a lot as well on this project um it wasn't as like i said earlier it wasn't as like bar heavy but i think there was a lot more storytelling there was a lot more he had to get off his chest on this project um i love the fact that it feels like this project was for him you know a lot of these songs feels like it was a lot of healing it was a lot of self-discovery it was a lot of getting baggage off um and i love that nasty was able to share um and give us a look into his life like that and i think yeah man I, i'm really excited to see this next part of his journey and to see where he takes it um as much as i do feel like this project didn't hit the nail on the head as i would have liked it to but it was still a necessary project from him i think it still um was good music it, it still showcases talents and his abilities um but as a, a a whole project i think maybe it might, might just be the length of the project that just made it feel not as cohesive as it could have been um like you said just a bit too lengthy there was a lot that could have been left off but i do feel like this is this is him trying to figure out where he's going next and it was just really that closing of the chapter and him getting all this off that he needed to get off and then now next i think he's going to be able to have a clearer understanding of where he wants to go and what he wants to do so yeah man i, I think nasty's at a, a great place in life right now bro i think he's you hear it you can hear it. like even that title of i love it here you can hear that he's comfortable with who he is where he is um how he's doing in the game regardless of what people have to say so i love that confidence that he's showing and i think it's only going to lead to an even bigger and better nasty c so yeah man i'm here for it i enjoyed this project um and yeah for what it was i just think that it was a good effort at the end of the day it wasn't what i honestly just with the singles i thought it might have been <laughs> we're gonna have a miss completely but I, I do think he was able to hold this album together at the end of the day so i appreciate that about nasty this was 100 percent. those two singles had me worried they really had me worried for a minute yeah, um yeah. but i think having listened to the album now for a while uh yeah the songs that work they really really work you know um and then it does slip off a little bit um like you said there are some fillers songs that could have been left out just to make the whole thing a bit more cohesive more concise um but yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm happy man I, I think this is decent this is really good um yeah everybody else man go go check out the album go support go to the shows go buy tickets do all of that 
I think he's on tour right now with, with Cass. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, African yeah. Throne Tour. Um, yeah, this has been the best kept secret podcast, aka the. Don't podcast. run on the stage if you go to the show. I'm just gonna <laughs> don't say run that. up on man's dog. Like, <laughs> don't run up on the boy. Bro. He's gonna stomp you, dog. <laughs> uh, my name has been CZ Ray. This has been the best kept secret podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I was not alone. I was with my brethren, below my just and Prince Dre's. Until next time, stay shining, peace and love.